Hi, this is Dr. Ross Carter, and welcome to the Medical Influencers Show. Today, my special guest is Dr. Eric Kephart. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. So today, we're primarily going to be talking about bioidentical hormones, and um, you're a specialist in that. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh taken on um, advanced certification through uh, organization to uh, educate myself and learn a little bit more about what the, the role of hormones and how we can use them to safely and effectively help patients as they age. And what, what, uh, what type of patients would this be great for? Who are you looking for primarily? Yeah, for the most part, um, it's men and women and, and typically over the age of 45, 45, 50 and older are going to see most of the benefit from supplementation or replacement of hormones secondary to the natural decline and loss that we see within that age group. Beautiful. And uh, so is it, is it one, is it men more than women or women more than men or is it, is it kind of a mix of both? Uh, it's, it's typically a mix of, mix of both. I think that, um, Women certainly symptomatically know that there's there's changes that are happening, and they they are more in tune with that. The men kind of just uh, slowly realize that they're they can't exercise or do the work that they wanted to do, you know, or recover as well as they used to. And and there are different hormones, you know, for for each each uh, of the sexes. So, but women certainly understand um, the symptoms that come with. Uh, a decline in their hormone levels. So when, when I, I would say if I talk to a, a guy, just a non-medical guy, and I say something about hormones, they typically don't think of themselves as much as having problems in their hormone levels. They could say maybe I have a low testosterone, so, or, or, they, uh, or they go, hormones, that's really more my wife. She's all hormonal, you know what I mean? So it's, when you say hormones, especially bioidentical, a lot of times it can be just thought of as only a feminine problem, but this is really for both, right? Yep, yep. I think both. We like to uh, include, um, you know, testosterone, uh, certainly for men and women, but the men certainly. We, we include vitamin D in, in the hormone replacement. Uh, it's, it's vital and crucial to a lot of our processes that go on, especially our immune system. Um, and we also do a growth hormone, releasing hormone, which men benefit greatly from it, as well as the women. So there are a number of things that um, both men and women will use and benefit from, from a BHRT standpoint. Beautiful. So let's say someone is watching this and they go, well, how do I know? Let's, let's start with one sex as a, at a time, because it's probably going to be different here. So as a, let's start with men. As a man, how would I know if I have a problem either with my hormones and that I need to do something about that, as well as why would this be a good solution or potentially be a good solution? I think that um, aside from laboratory tests, which is what I would do medically speaking, but uh, a man would see, you know, maybe some difficulties with his sleep, maybe some uh, of the difficulties he would have with activities or even his exercise routine or even just everyday activities or work routines that more fatigue, inability to do the work that he used to do or the inability to recover. And I think the other thing that men will notice most a lot would be um, 
you know, weight gain or, or increase in, in fat where they don't want it despite, you know, not increasing their eating habits and still working hard because of the loss in hormones, we really lose that ability to, um, our body composition will change. So those type of changes happen slowly over time. Those would be signs that, you know, your hormone levels are declining. And then to replace them, you would see we could, we could potentially take you back to a, a level where you're at before and you'll see those, uh, those changes reverse essentially. And is that, would it be similar in this case with a guy, would it be just simply taking a shot of testosterone? Yep. Yep. You could take uh, testosterone, you know, and it comes in uh, injection form, pill form, cream form. So yeah, there are multiple ways of doing it, but yeah, it's simple. It's, it could be as simple as that to uh, boost your levels and still stay within a relatively normal range. It's just the levels go so low that we could just with supplementation, you can improve the testosterone level, and then you will see that effect then, you know, in your daily life. And what is the effect that they're going to see if it, uh, improvement of sleep as well yep. as, um, go ahead. Sleep, they'll, they'll improve in sleep, recovery then, so they'll be able to recover from their day. They'll see an increase in, in we call lean muscle mass, but their strength will improve. And testosterone is fantastic. It, it, I, I, I say it gobbles up and eats away visceral fat. And that combination of those two things, if we increase lean muscle mass and then decrease visceral fat, the combination of those things happening together changes the way you can go about your day. It really makes a difference in how you can function. Perfect. And so that's if, uh, so for, for a man, fairly straightforward. It seems like as you start to age and you're not getting the workout, but you know, you're, you're not getting the benefit from the workouts and you're, you're basically starting to gain a lot more fat there could be a problem with your testosterone levels that's causing that, right? That's right. You, you may be, you feel like you're just spinning your wheels. I've, I've done this my whole life. It's always worked for me. And now I can't Doesn't see where I used to be and I'm getting bigger, you know, I'm gaining weight here and I shouldn't be. <laughs> and then you start to feel, shoot, I'm getting older now, right? Yep. Yep. And then you say you, you wake up in the morning, you're like, I can't get, get out of bed like I used to, and you can't reach over and tie your shoes the same way. So everything just kind of kind of clamps in, and you feel like, I'm becoming this old person. <laughs> well, what if I went to my doctor, and they tested my testosterone, just my traditional doctor, and he said, your, 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 your testosterone levels are, are normal. What, yep. what? And that's true. Um, you know, from a standpoint of a diagnostic standpoint, you know, we'll use a lab value of, of say, 300. It depends on what lab you use. But so most men, honestly, 40 and over are going to be above probably 300. They may be 350 or 400. And that's where the, the difference from uh, replacing it is that range on your lab value, it, it, it may go from 300 to 1,000. So technically speaking, you could be normal right. on the normal range, but if you were 350, I could potentially double or triple your testosterone level through supplementation, and you'd still be in the normal range. And imagine what happens if we double or triple your testosterone level at any age. But and the idea, we're still not super physiologic. We're not trying to make, you know, you, you won't become, uh, you know, a body, uh, a muscle bound bodybuilder through supplementation. Yeah. Cause that's where a lot of people think, well, they go either, I'm either going to just waste away or I'm going to suddenly, you know, become a, 
a, a, a steroid big yeah. muscle guy, but that's not where we're looking at. We're, we're looking at between all those, right? Yep, we're still trying. We're still maintaining a normal laboratory range whenever we give the the medication. It's just that the value goes to such a low level that to even double it, you stay in normal range, and you've really enabled your body, given it the tools it needs to recover and to be able to perform better on, on a daily basis. So it's because still, your testosterone levels when you're young are are uh, different than they typically be normally as you get you know in your fifties, right? That's correct. Yeah, you know, we're not going to touch the levels you were at when you were invincible at 16, 17, and 18 years old. But, you know, just to even get to a level that is, you know, twice of what you are at 50 makes a significant difference in how you function. What's the normal testosterone levels in your 20s? In your 20s, you know, you could still be, it depends, you know, a little bit, but you could still be in the 1500s, you know. I mean, wow. we've seen up to 2000, you know, in the younger, these healthy young boys that are just like, you know, you, you see them as they just change and blossom real quick. Yeah. Their levels are high. Now, it doesn't stay there for long. It is a short period of time. And then it, it dra unfortunately, drastically declines then once you get to, even in your 30s, the, you know, the decade of your 30s, it, it starts going down dramatically. <laughs> that sounds depressing. So, uh, so, so what, what is the ideal level that you want to be at? If, I mean, obviously, 1,500, 2,000 is when you're a teen. And if you're 50 and you're at 300, there's a huge range there. Yeah, you know, I would like to see, you know, a 50-year-old, if we can get them in the six, seven, eight hundred range, they're normal. They're not going to have the side effects from that. And they're going to, their life is going to change so much that we don't have to, we don't push the level into those high ranges. We're just happy with a, uh, you know, six, seven hundred level, mm -hmm. eight hundred level. That, that patient does wonderful. Now, how long does it, uh, uh, how long do they stay on this? Do, is this lifetime or? Or how long is that? They can. We, um, you know, there's there's no uh, detriment to being on it. You know, it's not going to do anything. We do check, you know, some some other lab values, and we, we watch, you know, for for uh, unwanted side effects and things like that. But as long as you stay in a normal range, like we're saying, uh, you can stay on testosterone in, until you want to stop it. And, and if you want to, you, you can stop and your testosterone level just drops back down to, to, to very low. Sounds great. So now that was for guys. Now how about for the women? So how do they know, you know, and, and is, what does bioidentical mean? Bioidentical hormone. What does that mean exactly? That, that's really important because, and, and especially with the women, I think that they're more sensitive to, you know, if we start talking about estrogen and progesterone, we've known that um, those are important hormones as, as they reach menopause. They go away and, and we want to replace them. We've tried to in medicine. It's just that we haven't done it well in the past and, and caused problems. Bioidentical is the key in that when we give bioidentical estrogen, we give estradiol specifically, which it is the chemical structure that you naturally have. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> so we give estradiol as. I apologize. 
So we get estradiol. That is the exact chemical structure of estrogen that is in the active form for a woman. Okay. If I get that, I don't get the, the unwanted side effects or problems that I have if I were to give, say, a different form of estrogen, which needed to be converted to the active form. So when we do bioidentical, it is actually what your body needs. And so we get that through a compounding pharmacy. That way, the patient is safe, and that also keeps me safe as far as what I'm prescribing. I want to make sure that my patients are healthy and, and can do well on the medications. Now, do does pretty much every woman, as she gets older, would, would they benefit from this? Yeah, you know, all women are going to go through menopause, and so they're going to be, you know, their estrogen and their progesterone levels will drop. We certainly think of 50 as an age, although we're seeing more and more data that it's in, in the late 40s that women are starting to see the changes. And that's, that's a good time to, to re, I'll say, reintroduce or to maintain that level. And now it would be through supplementation as opposed to what they naturally are producing. So that we really, ideally, from a health benefit standpoint, we'd like to see estrogen on board at some level for their whole life so that they have that health benefit. We think of bone loss, you know, in the heart, in the, in the heart disease and the blood vessel structure, the, that estrogen is very important for that. And to be without it for a period of time and then try to reintroduce it, it even becomes more difficult to, to regain the health that we had before. So it's better to kind of, as you get older, to start just, is it, do you just need to get lab tests to determine if it's at a level or, uh, do you just start at a certain age? That's correct. No, we'll check a laboratory value so that in, in, with estrogen especially, if there's any estrogen or you're still producing some, no matter what your age, you can't replace, you can't, I can't give estrogen then. That, that, that would be a problem. So we want to make sure that you're no longer producing any estrogen at all. And then we can reintroduce at very small doses if we need to as we ramp it up to a, a desired level, uh, estradiol in the form of, of capsules or creams with that too, um, to maintain then an estradiol level in your, in, that is health, health benefit to you. And so how does a woman know, I guess, the changes? What are, are the symptoms that they're, they're typically experiencing? So I think a lot of women will, will complain of the hot flashes and the mood disturbances that they see, the sleep irregularities, the waking up at night. Um, the urinary complaints, it really affects your general system, so they have dryness, et cetera, difficulties for painful intercourse. All those things have, are, are likely directly related to uh, hormonal changes. Got it. And this happens in their late 40s or in their 40s, their late 40s area? That's right. And, and, and to supplement their, their hormones, how, how, how do they do that? Is it a daily thing or...? Yeah, typically that that's what I do. I I would like to do a, give daily capsules, you know, from a standpoint estrogen, progesterone, those two, especially testosterone, just as is for men, can be given an injection, um, or it can be a daily cream too. Um, it's just a matter of maintaining a level that uh, is comfortable for them, and that gets the gets the laboratory values where we want them to be, and then it's rather it's rather easy to maintain that as you go on over time. Got it. So basically, once you have it at a certain level, you just want to keep it at that level pretty much the rest of your life, I assume, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you will continue to have that benefit um, as as you move forward. It, it if you if you stop, you know, your levels go back down, and then you would have the, the declining or the aging process really take full effect. And so, what we're doing is we're not really you know, creating a young person, we're just allowing them to age a little bit more gracefully, if you will, or, or have that better quality of life as they age. I, I okay. Yeah. Cause it would have, it would have sold a lot better if you just said, Hey, I'm going to make you younger now. <laughs> I know and, uh, that's, that's a difficult thing to say, but, uh, you know, it, it, in some respects they feel younger and they, and they can do things that they did when they were younger, but, it 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 doesn't you know cure some some disease process or something like that. So yeah, you want to manage those uh, those type of expectations. Now, is there a difference between using your bioidentical hormone and say using like a birth control, for example? Uh, yeah, yeah. The dosage is going to be different, and um, we really want to use uh, you know the, the capsule form from estrogen is so much better. That it, it, it's all about the 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 dosage is what we need to do, and so we'll check levels. We're not going to reintroduce um, someone to uh, you know having their menses again or things like that. So we we test that through laboratory studies and make sure that those those levels stay where they need to be. But the dosage forms are totally different than what uh, you would get in a, in a contraceptive pill or even an injection. From that standpoint, we can manage. And sometimes you'll see it's difficulty manager getting somebody on the hormones and they say, you know, I started bleeding. Okay, well, we need to adjust that. That can be some of the workings out of it, but that, that's not the goal. So, mm -hmm. Got it. So, well, it sounds like a good, it, it really for, for men and women as they get, you know, in their 50s, it sounds like we pretty much all need to get some type of hormone uh, replacement to make sure that if we want to stay feeling as young as we were, right? That's correct. You know, exactly. If you want to maintain that youthful, that youthful lifestyle and that, uh, you know, uh, the ability to go and, and play with your grandkids and not be worried about the next three days after because you can't move, you know, or difficulties in recovering it, all of those things in your sleep at night for recovery, all, all these things can be managed uh, effectively and safely, you know, through BHRT. What, what's the most common um, concerns that people have when they start a program like this that, that you can uh, mitigate now? I think the biggest concern is estrogen and some of the stigma that it has from what uh, has been done, you know, from study standpoint and through uh, media and some of the press has gotten in the past, you know, as far as being a, a medication that can cause harm. Yeah. And I think that's smart and that's wise to understand that and to look at that. But we also have to can look at those studies and see that uh, the estrogen that was used that caused harm is not what we're using in BHRT. And that even in those studies, some of the arms used actual estradiol E2 and saw benefit without risk. So we can, uh, you know, dis dispel those through looking at the studies a little bit further and, and really honing in on what, what is beneficial and what can cause harm. So th those are good concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So if somebody, what, what area, where do you, where do you practice? Uh, we're in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, just a little north of Philadelphia. 
And so we're, we're here, and, and this is a great program from a telemedicine standpoint too, because we can have a conference and, and order laboratory studies. They can get them done at their, at their own lab. I get the results and we can discuss you know, treatment options or how, how we can effectively help them reach their goals. Beautiful. How would someone get in touch with you? Um, the best is, uh, you know, our, our phone is 267-406-4083. And uh, we're on the internet at kepartintegrativemedicine.com. And uh, you can also drop uh, email there at info at kepartintegrativemedicine.com. And Kephart is spelled K-E-P-H-A-R-T. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, that's good. That's good. I think that's an easy way to get in touch with you. Is there any other con uh, any other information that I I failed to present that you'd like to discuss? No, I I think that's that's good. I, it every um, patient and every um, you know treatment program and, and treatment plan is individual. So not everybody is going to you know go and take a big bag full of medicine or pills and some may take a cream or a pill or an injection. Yeah. And so individualized treatment is important and we want to help patients reach their goals. And so we were certainly willing to help them in, and give them the knowledge that they need so that they can make good choices for their health. Beautiful. Very nicely said, Dr. Kephart. Thank you so much for your time today and, and for the uh, really helpful information.